cliffcentral.com. All right, let's turn our attention to Sean Sanders quickly. There's stuff to catch up on with Sean. And he is, of course, the co-founder of Revix. And we've got some developments in the worlds of uh, cryptocurrency in particular and Ethereum this morning that we've got to check in with Sean on. How are you doing, Mr. Sanders? Good morning, Gareth. I'm good. How are you doing? Yeah, fantastic, bro. Can't complain. Nina Hastie's with us this morning as well as Mbulelo. Uh, let's find out what you're up to and, and more especially what Ethereum's up to. There's some kind of upgrade this week. Now, I never understand what this is. Is this like when... Your computer tells you it's going to upgrade its operating system and then that beach ball comes on and then it, uh, you know, it doesn't start on time and all that kind of thing. What, what does this mean for the cryptocurrency and what does it mean for the value of that cryptocurrency? Yeah, that's actually a very good analogy. So cryptocurrencies are software ready. Mm. Uh, so just like your computer goes from, you know, one operating system to another version, yeah. that's exactly what's happening with Ethereum today. Uh, People don't know this, but you know, because cryptocurrencies are decentralized, meaning that there's people all over the world contributing to them um, and building on the various software and developments that have taken place, uh, they're constantly going through upgrades. Some upgrades are never accepted. Uh, some upgrades result in forks. So if you remember back to 2017, yes. you had Bitcoin break into Bitcoin Cash, and then there's the traditional Bitcoin, and then Bitcoin Cash, which is that fork, actually then broke into two other Bitcoins. See, I thought, uh, so, I, know, thought the, I thought the term a fork came from like Afrikaans cryptocurrency traders who, when they saw that the, the, that the Bitcoin was forking into two different things, oh, fork, and that's why it got the name, <laughs> obviously not. Well, no, no, not in this case. In this case, it's sort of when... Uh, Developers on the network believe that there's a cryptocurrency that exists for a different reason. Okay. So if you believe, as an example, that Bitcoin's code is robust, it shouldn't change, it should continue as it is, then Bitcoin, as we know it today, the largest cryptocurrency in the world, is mm. sort of the camp that you would sit in. Right. If you believe that Bitcoin actually needs to be more like digital money and you need to have faster transactional processing time, uh, you need to be able to transact uh, with, greater num- uh, with a greater number of transactions per second and all the rest, then you would go with Bitcoin Cash. And that's sort of how these hard forks happen. But with Ethereum, if we're looking at that upgrade in particular, so this is focusing on two main areas. Firstly, an environmental aspect, because remember, proof of work, which is what is used, and there's so much jargon, so I apologize in advance Mm -hmm. with all of this, but proof of work is how you validate transactions on the Bitcoin network and currently on the Ethereum network as well. And what this means is that there's a whole bunch of computers around the world using a lot of electricity to say, listen, this transaction has actually occurred. So instead of your bank saying to you, <coughs> sorry, instead of your bank your saying bank. to you that this transaction, <laughs> sorry, it's, it's, it's early morning for me still. What's that, Nina? Yeah. I, Instead of your bank. Yeah. <laughs> I, said, I said the B word, guys. I said the B word. So it, it came out a little hard. No, I was just um, whispering instead- like Joe Biden in the background. Bank. Bank. <laughs> but instead of your bank saying to you that this transaction's actually occurred or not occurred, there's a network that is saying, listen, this has happened, this hasn't happened. Now, how do you incentivize people to act in a good way? You know, not to look to steal money and all the rest. You need to have some sort of incentive mechanism where they get rewarded. And this is the whole idea of mining. So mining right. and verifying transactions so, is so, currently a big talking point, right? Especially is, uh, from an environmental aspect. What does this um, upgrade do to the value of the of the cryptocurrency? Uh, that is, it's going to be a big question, right? Because with upgrades, there's the possibility that they don't go according to plan. So there is the risk that Ethereum, you know, maybe takes a lot longer to be upgraded to this new version that's more scalable, that's more environmentally friendly. Uh, there's the other side of this, which means, well, help, maybe this goes ahead according to plan. 
and all of a sudden you've got a cryptocurrency that is environmentally friendly or more more environmentally friendly than bitcoin that arguably is able to do more it's able yeah. to process more transactions per second it's able to do that at a lower cost and that makes it a you know, potentially a better investment opportunity so it's one of these things again where it's maybe it makes sense now to take a look at ethereum as an investment opportunity i mean right. the use cases of this cryptocurrency do surpass uh, bitcoin yeah. from an objective standpoint now you've been you've been very bullish on ethereum for a long time um so if you want to invest and you haven't yet done so and you you, you think it might be a good time to buy at the moment i think uh, ethereum's trading at like two thousand three hundred and eighty one dollars according to my screen anyway right at the moment you can go along to Revix, and if you don't like the idea of just buying Ethereum, you can actually buy a diversified portfolio of the top cryptocurrencies. They rebalance it, and they make sure that you've got a good spread across all of these different ones. Now, um, Sean, I, I always talk to Mbulelo about this, and I speak to, to Ben often about it on the show. But, I mean, you, you used to be a, a model, and we, we bring this up from time to time. Are you still getting yourself into uh, – absolutely perfect shape because Mbulelo and and many others are trying to do this despite the fact that gyms are closed, despite the fact that lockdown has made people work, at, work out at home. I mean, how are you doing on that front? Uh, it's uh -oh. not that great, to be honest with you. I'd love to say that I'm training every single day and being super disciplined, but I, like, I think like a lot of other South Africans, you get really used to going to gym and like having a different place of, you know, a different place to work out in general. And working out at home is just not for me. So I'm, I'm battling on uh -oh. that front. What about you guys, by the way? Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm I've been... What are you doing, Nina? I'm training. Um, I've been seeing a biokineticist because I slipped a disc in my back uh, towards the end of last year, which was very painful. And um, seeing the biokineticist, she often operates out of the gym. I bought a whole bunch of home equipment just to sort of keep yeah. me, you know, going. Because if I don't, like... Uh, really want to kill people. It's actually just more about my mental health than anything else. If right. I don't like do a bit of exercise, it really affects my mood. So I, I have to train. Uh, and then because she's a medically licensed uh, person, I, yesterday I was able to go to the biokineticist studio where she could just monitor all of that stuff. Because I've been sitting, you know, doing a lot of these podcasts. I've been writing a lot, and it, it hurts my back. So sure. if I don't go out and exercise with a professional, I, I'm in pain. So it's been actually quite nice that I'm, I'm still allowed to. Well, good for you. Um, Bulelo hasn't run for like mm. a month and a half because he had the Rona. He's a survivor. You know, he wants everyone to know he made a it. Hero. You're a hero. Sorry, you not have just a survivor. Yeah, he had the vid. <laughs> a hero. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's good. I mean, look, one thing I did do is I landed up getting a standing desk. So apparently you're meant to be burning like 100 extra calories a day. So oh. let's see. I'm sitting right now. So that's not a good start. Okay. Is it one of those electrical ones that you press a button and it goes up and down and that kind of thing? Yeah. I think oh, I can do it on the show. Yeah, you just start oh, doing this, this. And then... Oh, look, now we can't see you at all. <laughs> We're just seeing the top of your head. <laughs> that's very cool. That is awesome. The standing desk or the crypto? Uh, sorry, say that again? Uh, should I get the standing desk or the crypto? Uh, that's that's how much money I've got lying around. <laughs> I want to be so biased. Go buy the cryptocurrency and then buy five standing desks in a year's time. <laughs> okay, fine. All right, thanks, Sean. <laughs> All right, good to see. I know, I know, I know. We've got to, We've always got to put that proviso in because there's going to be someone who actually does that. And then they're like, why did I buy five desks? Sean told me to. I'm going to make sure he gets sued for this. All right, thanks, Sean. Nice to see you, dude. Awesome, guys. See you soon. Cheers. That's Sean Saunders. Revix.com if you want to find out how to uh, to get yourself a nice diversified portfolio of cryptocurrencies. That's what you need to do. R-E-V-I-X.com. Cliffcentral.com.